Okay. Visceralist Podcast episode. No, I didn't check the episode number before. Uh, that will be in the show notes. Man, it's already off to a good start. We've been away for a while um, due to travel and other commitments and internet issues, but we're back. Uh, Visceralist at gmail.com is the contact. Um, we have a very special guest. Uh, Jay is uh, running late. He'll be joining us a little bit later. Uh, special guest name is Lisa Davey, amazing comedian. Probably people are saying like top two stand-up comics in the city. <laughs> Out of who? People are just saying it. Out of your friends. Thank you, though. That's a lovely introduction. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a lot of podcasts, like, they do the thing where, like, they have guests on and the guest has something to promote, but they wait till like, the very end of the episode to have okay. them promote it. This is actually but, my first ever uh, podcast, so. Okay. Well, you're doing a great job already. <laughs> um, but I believe you have some shows coming up, yes? Yes, I'll give those a quick plug. I've got two shows coming up. One is on June 13th at 7 p.m. Uh, at the Pit Underground. And it is called uh, Heaps of Comedy, a stand-up show. And then the following evening, the 14th of June, at Eastville Comedy Club. Great. So come and, and check those out. And the one at the pit is one that you produced as well, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. Helping to produce. Also for the first time ever. This is a day and a week of firsts. That's great. Hmm. Um, so wait, wait, the pit underground, is that the one on like 20, like on the west side? Yeah, um, no, uh, 24th street between, um, Lexington Avenue and Park Avenue. Oh, so the underground is just... Yeah, so it's just in the stage, which is, um, down, uh, in the basement. Yeah. But what it's is a the lovely basement. Loft is it's the a very other... nice basement. The pit yeah, loft. That's, yeah, that's what that's, I was thinking. That's all on the west side. Yeah. Um, I did a, a show there. What was it? It's the, um, like, off, so like, near Penn Station sketch fest. Oh. Have you heard about this? Where, like, everyone gets 60 seconds to, to do a bit, basically. No, I haven't heard of that. Cool. Um, yeah, I did that. I, I had this bit that I sort of half wor- worked on. Um, it's one, it was one of those bits that like it worked really well with my friends. Like it, we, we sort of came up with it spontaneously, just me and some buddies. And then I was like, house now. Um, <laughs> so what, it was, so it's like, um, it's this guy who's a big fan of the, the comedian, uh, Monique. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, he just basically, he does like a cover of Monique's material from the Queens of comedy show. <laughs> But he burns through it really quickly. So are you playing this guy? So I'm, I'm playing this guy who's a, yeah. And so a lot of Monique's material in that particular set is about how um, skinny women are like stealing her men and like she doesn't <laughs> like that. So like the bit was, what's up with these skinny bitches? I hate a skinny bitch. Skinny bitch can't do anything for you. Skinny bitch, like I, I hate a skinny bitch. Skinny bitch is always trying to take your man. I, a real men like want a big, like, big girl like me, like, yeah, so. I think I think they actually now, like gave me the light or like they turned off the lights. So that, that would have been awesome. That, like, 
20 seconds. They, they oh, I think that was, I think that was uh, cruel. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I want to see a guy uh, doing Monique jokes. <laughs> I want to see that. I think you should bring that back. Okay. Well, you're producing stand-up shows, so... <laughs> yes. Well, I'll put you on. Oh, my God. If you do that, I will put you on the show. <laughs> I will absolutely um, do that. Thank you. Well, we, well, we were talking a little bit earlier, speaking of shows, um, of the show Master of None on Netflix. Yeah. Um, the only reason I brought it up is because there's a song that's used in um, like the ending of one of the episodes of the new season. Season two just dropped. And it's a song I'd never heard, but like it's one of those scenes where like it's a really emotional scene and the song just kind of fits with it like perfectly. So yeah. I've been li I like even before we started here, I like I've listened to the song probably like three or three or four times in a row. And actually Jay is like telling me that he's been listening to that song. Like a lot. It's what it's it? got to look it up. It's by this group called Soft Cell, which is known for their song "Tainted Love." As in, like the famous uh, yeah. "Tainted Love." Yeah. See, I know absolutely nothing about songs. Do you know that song? Well, yes, but I didn't. I just like. Oh yeah, I had never heard this other song. No. What's the name? Yeah. Uh, the what's the what? What's this um, new song? Oh, it's called um, uh, Say Hello, Wave Goodbye, I think. I mean, I don't want to spoil any, any part of the new season, um, but you had mentioned that you have a friend who was on the show. Yeah, he was. He was in the first season, um, episodes, I think, three and four. And actually, I think he may have been back for the second, but um, I haven't seen um, the second one yet. But um, yeah. He was on a few episodes. Cool, yeah. Um, so Jay, I, I don't know if you want to say his name or not. Okay. Oh, I better not if you no. Okay. If, um, if you said that we're going to keep this on the down, then you know. Well. No names except for mine. Mine is the only name out there. I put your name out there. I hope that's okay. <laughs> I'm going to put your name in the show notes too. <laughs> Uh, um, no, so uh, so Jay and I went to high school together, and there is a buddy of ours uh, from high school who's in the new the new season. Um, I don't think this is a spoiler. He plays a um, hearing impaired uh, dude okay. who uh, is in a relationship with another hearing impaired woman. They get into an argument uh, in a store. Um, it, it, it's a great I mean this season is really good like I'm really enjoying it um, but yeah it's just weird like this dude that went to high school with is now like but this is the thing is like he was in theater in high school um, like super heavy like I think he moved to LA like right after college so but that was you know I don't want to age myself here or date myself but this is a while ago so he's been hustling really hard and like he's now got like one at like you know seven minutes of screen time on a netflix show which i'm sure is like he's like you know yeah. on, his, on, on his hands and knees thanking god to get that bit oh yeah i mean i think it's a very you know oh god like um um of course it is i think it's like such a competitive um field and I, yeah. so my friend who was on it, I've, I first met him um, 
in um, acting class. He's always been very, like he's he's that kind of guy though. You look at him and um, you can just he's you know like he's got a charisma. Not to sound like I'm all you know like I can sort of choose you know which ones will be like um, uh, the stars, but. Um, <laughs> Oh, he's, come he's on, beginning. come off it, producer. <laughs> I'm the talent whisperer. No, he's um he's beginning to do um like he's a professional working actor. Right. Um and he's beginning to do like more um and more parts. But um yeah, certainly I think, you know, you sort of think like once you get a TV show that's that's um it. But yeah. I think you know that there's a lot of professional actors that are sort of you know um, always sort of uh, trying to you know like um, going from role to role to role. God, mm-hmm. I know nothing about acting. Why am I talking about this? No, yeah, no, you're totally um, right. Um, yeah, it's it's a hustle because you know it's not like salaried work. It's mm. essentially freelance. Um, so. You know, the, it, the pay is pretty good if you're on like a network show or, or probably Netflix is, is pretty decent. I don't know if it's union or not. Um, but, you know, you can make, say, uh, $30,000 or whatever for like one episode if you're featured in one episode. Okay, cool. I don't even know if that's accurate, but, you know, but, you know, 30000 is going to last you for the rest of your life, right? You got to, you still got to like. No, no. You know, I. I mean, the way I live, that's like I could, I could do probably like a couple of years. I was, I, I was talking to some friends at work, <laughs> and like, is people who have like families and like mortgages and shit, and like we were talking about like the minimum amount of money, like if you just won lottery, that you, it would take for you to just be like, oh, now I'm set for life with this lump sum, right? Oh yeah. So, so I was like, so they were like, yeah, you know, probably like ten mil, I'd be good. I, and I was, I, legitimately, I was like, I think like, like a hundred thousand. What? <laughs> okay, clearly you don't have kids. <laughs> yeah. Not that I do either. I'm just more aware of. Uh, yeah. Costs. <laughs> yeah, they they do seem expensive. A thousand? No, what, sorry, one. Hundred thousand. That's only what? That's only two grand a week. Yeah. I mean, my ex- my overhead is pretty minimal. Well, that's because you live in a tent, but you know. Yeah. I just want to live in houses. But it's in the it's on the east side, which is. Do you've got a lovely tent on? <laughs> um, it's actually it's a yurt. I, I mean, I don't <laughs> yeah. to be that guy, but. <laughs> no. Hey, there is um, a difference. There's a difference. Yeah, I only, and I, the only reason I know Yurt is because I watched Bridget Jones' Baby uh, recently on Netflix. Anyway, let's move on. Um, I was going to say, what is the Yurt again? There's a Yurt. There's this big plot point that is about a Yurt in Bridget Jones' I Baby. I thought I saw that on a plane. I don't remember a Yurt. Um, she goes to, like, Glastonbury and, like... Oh, that concert. Like the, is that yeah. what it is? is it a, yeah. Now I get it. It was like the 10, yeah. Now I remember. Okay, so um, people have been emailing me because they miss uh, our most popular segment. Our most popular segment is called Trifling in NYC. Um, but since Jay and I have both traveled, traveled internationally recently, 
Spencer. Um, I've changed and I've cleverly changed the name to trifling international Lee. Wow. It's this long. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I was, so, uh, you know, the, the trifling doesn't like it's, it, it, it's, it's around me like a halo in a way. Um, so I was in Norway for a while recently and had a great time. People were great. It's, it, it's not, I mean, it's like a normal big European city. I don't know if yeah. you, you travel through Europe that much. Um, I've only been to the UK and um, uh, Italy. I don't know, is the UK considered Europe? I don't think it is, is it? Yeah, I mean, maybe not London, but the rest of it. Okay, well, I only went to London, so, but <laughs> I went to um, uh, Italy, so, oh, but nice. yeah, that's all. But no, and um, so was this your first uh, trip there? Or had so, you I had only been to London as well previously. Oh, uh, yeah. But long time ago. Uh, this is like a family trip to Norway. Um, spent like 10 days there. It was great. Oh, nice. Really good. A lot of good stuff going on there. Um, so, let me try to do this relatively briefly and interestingly. Um, so, my last night there was a Sunday night. And we were staying in this area that sort of seemed like, um, you know, the South Street Seaport? Yes, yeah. So, it was sort of like that area because it's like right on the harbor um so like a lot of shops i mean it's sort of expensive but anyway i, I found a, a bar um and i don't i guess i probably shouldn't say the name because like this, i got into like a situation wild so because um, all of your um norwegian listeners will get upset yeah so i go there and there's actually like a basketball game happening, even though it was night, there was a basketball game happening like right at that time. So in the US that I guess started early. Oh, I afternoon. thought you meant like on the street. Oh, no, no, sorry. A televised right. NBA game. Um, <laughs> and as I found <laughs> out- they play that over there? No, well, no, they don't. They couldn't, couldn't even find it. They had like every like sports cable channel, but no NBA, so, but through trying to find a network that did this, I started talking to the bartender and, you know, like, I, you know, I'm there on my own. I'm, I'm trying to like squeeze like some experience, Norwegian experience out of this. Yeah. So I was chatting with the bartender. Um, I noticed that um, she's talking to this other woman. Who's oh, so it was a lady. <laughs> the, the bartender? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so she's talking to this other woman who's sort of in the corner of the bar uh, and also she's on her own. Um, but she like was clearly had been drinking heavily before I even got there and then continued to. But it seemed like she was friends with the bartender. Anyway, um, I'm just kind of chilling, like chatting. At some point, these like so I found out Swedish hipsters came in. And what did they look like? Did they look like? They, well, this thing I was like. I told them, I was like, yo, you guys would fit in in Bushwick, like, right, you could roll right in there. And I, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool, dude, cool, dude. And then I was like, yeah, and like, you know, you know, the ladies like accents, I, so I hear, I don't know, I don't, don't want to, but anyway, the accents are kind of cool. 
And so, <laughs> and so they're, they're like, no, 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 no. We don't. Says we, all with my accent. They're like, we want to. Yes, of course. We. They're like, we want to go to where the, where the danger is. Where is the danger in New York? And I was like, I was like, well, I mean, there's like. They East sound New like York. bad James Bond um, villains. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go with danger? I'll take you with danger. <laughs> they were like, yeah, like the implications, like, oh, if we come to New York, you have to show us to where the dangerous parts of New York are, and we want to go there. I was like, um, I'm not going. I mean, I'll tell you where they are. You can go there on your own. Where, where would you take them? I'd take them to like, uh, I would take them to the Port Authority uh, bus. <laughs> <laughs> And I just say I all mean, the best. Even I don't go there. But, oh my god, that's scary. Yeah, that it's grimy. Um, no, I was like, so there's like East New York and like Brownsville in Brooklyn um, that are sort of notorious for like being very dangerous. And then parts of the Bronx. And then like one of the dudes, and there's like four dudes, right? And one of them's like, ah, I'm not scared of the Bronx. I'll piss all over the Bronx. I'll go Ooh. up there and just piss all over the Bronx. I'm like, why is Dude, that a sign you, of strength? You will get kidnapped. I mean, that's some, like, because yeah, men are just stupid, basically. Um, I was like, dude, you will get kidnapped and held for ransom when you try to do some shit like that. He's like, ah, I don't know. Anyway, this isn't the main part of the story. This is just, like, these random dudes. So, anyway, <laughs> at some point, um, I noticed this couple, um, man and a woman, they came up to the bar. The uh, dude had an American accent, so I was like, oh, are you visiting? Um, it turned out they were from San Francisco. They were on their honeymoon, oh, wow. sort of passing through um, Oslo, and start chatting with them, and it's going well. But then the drunk woman sort of perks up as we're talking, and she sort of looks over at us, and she's sort of like, "Yeah, yeah, typical Americans." Right. <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh yeah, like I'm sorry, like I." It, just being really loud and like kind of like because that's like the stereotype right yes but was that actually true or were you guys just i mean if i i probably was like laughing and kind of like you know i like making people laugh and stuff so i was probably like talking shit and just like carrying on and but anyway i was like oh yeah i know i'm sorry like if we're being so loud she's like no 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 not loud uh you didn't come over and talk to me when you got here that's (laughs) And I'm like, like, like that's like some sort of Norwegian cultural thing. Like, and I'm like, I don't think that's a thing. Is like it her, a thing? Well, her no, point was like, talk to everyone. If there's someone on their own, you're obligated to go talk to them. Is that really a thing? Well, I don't know. That's she was asserting that it was a thing. Okay. Well, we need to. Uh, she was also very, very, very drunk. Was she like young or old? I know that technically isn't important, but. Um, I just want to place her. I would say roughly 40. But regardless, I was like, well, I was like, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I, I, if I offended you, I didn't mean to. I, I, it'd be great to talk to you because this is my last night in Norway. I've been here for a week. You sound like a real chill person. (laughs) Let's get a drink. Yeah. So, anyway, so we, so me, the American couple, start talking to her and like eventually the conversation switches to and i'm and we're talking to the bartender as well and it's it's pretty nice and then um conversation switches to politics of course 
and turns out dude is like republican the guy from san francisco yeah so was it san francisco or san diego uh san francisco so i'm like oh my god really dude you're like you're in norway like this is like the best example of like social like democratic social system working beautifully um and so he's like well you know we got to this whole thing it it escalated because like i i it's it's hard for me to kind of just like if we're in the conversation it's going to be emotional for me so in any case it escalated to the point where like dude is like are you are you trying to are you gonna fight me like he was like he's like don't don't he's like i think he said don't threaten me or something i was like i'm pretty sure i don't think i did threaten you um and then i I said some things that i i I regret i don't know if i should repeat here but like in any case this is just a plot point to get to the main thing what do they rhyme with can you just give us a little taste i mean i basically i was like he's like you know i'll call the cops on you and i then i turned to his wife and i was like you know are you cool with the fact that you just married a bitch um which is (laughs) now that might have upset him that's pretty yeah that's and i i felt bad about saying that (laughs) um and so where is the drunk at this point she's just kind of rambling like this is all like you know four people this sounds like a delightful conversation i was like and again i'm like i gotta get a norwegian experience i guess this is what i don't know so, the, here, um, so here's the americans and a crazy drunk yeah, so here's the main main event so at some point i'm like uh all right well i'm gonna go so i like go to settle up my tab and the bartender's like okay you know, let me go get your card and she's like uh she goes away she comes back she's like oh did i give you your card already i'm like no like i i just asked you for my car and she's like okay hold on so she goes back she's like are you sure i didn't give you your card and to to back up like i only brought like one card like my bank card like i didn't i was sort of paranoid about losing other credit cards so i went so this is all like literally and i don't have cash because like everything is like electronic there so i'm like i'm sorry did you lose the card and she's like well I don't know. Let me look around. So she starts looking like around. I think she went to the trash and like looking around and stuff. And she's like, "Oh shit! You know, I think I may have given it to someone else accidentally." Oh my god! And I'm like, oh, "Well, okay. Can we can we look around a little bit more?" And she's like, "Yeah. If if you want to come around, you you can come around." So I came around, like behind the bar. Like I turned on my flashlight on my phone, and uh, we're all looking around. But at this point both the drunk woman and the Republican dude are kind of like smirking at me. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, that's right. Now you're fucked. This is what you get. This is karma. And so he's kind of like laughing at me. And I'm like, I, at some point after I'm looking around for a little bit, I turn to him and I'm like, dude, you are completely like exemplifying every bad stereotype about Republicans. I'm in a bad financial situation because of, through no fault of my own, and you were just laughing at me instead of helping. Yeah. So he said the hat, and like his wife is like, "Yeah, he's right. We should help." <laughs> <laughs> and then they did. They started helping, but yeah, I, it seems like she probably did just. And also, like, who just gives you just give a card and guys like, "Oh, okay, yeah, this is my card. Great, I'm, I'm out of here." 
Well, there are so many things about the story which is just <laughs> terrible. But um... what, are, what are your thoughts on this story? As I oh my god. Well, how did you get uh, into politics? I mean, I guess because like people always say, don't they? You know, like um, when they're um, aware that you're in the U.S., they always, you know, like yeah. bring up the fun- the uh, fact that uh, Trump is the president Trump, and stuff. Yeah. So I guess it comes up. But um, yeah, yeah that, I mean, it I mean, sounds was like yeah. he, sounds like he's you know like well, he's he's, uh, he's one of these, and I like I don't even really like to get into politics on this podcast because like that I would go nuts on it. But like it, he's one by of these. Way, guys. I forgot to mention I'm actually a um, Republican. <laughs> Let okay. Me Okay, well, this has been Visceral's podcast episode. I don't know the episode number. I will put that in the show notes. But I'm a moderate pub- Republican. Yeah, well, I guess that was disgusting. I'm not. I don't vote. I abstain. Only because I can't vote. If I would, I could vote. Right. Who would you vote for? Oh, uh, probably Blake Shelton. Yep. Yep, like, right in. Maybe Gwen. Actually, no, I wouldn't. Alicia Keys. I love Alicia Keys. She'd be great. She could be the president, actually. God, I think we'd be a lot better off. i get on board with that. Oh. Why don't we say that? Alicia for 2020. Done. I think Sold. we should push that platform. I'm, I'm mailing in my ballot as we speak. <laughs> but so anyway, so what did you do? Did you get the car back? Where did the card but No, I, I didn't. Like, the card is gone. Like, she gave it to someone else. So I, like... I mean, I was with my family, so like I, the only, and so I had to get, I had to get money from though. like my mom because yeah. I need to take the train to the airport the next day and like have food you for like my like so nine hour flight. Yeah. What's that? I I think when you travel, like I predominantly um, use a card all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and like their infrastructure is like way better than ours, so, so like everyone like. People basically like don't use cash. Yeah. Everything revolves around that. But like you know, if, well, if, if someone, you know, I, you know, to my discredit, I hadn't planned for a bartender giving my card away to someone else, which maybe I should have. Well, that's all. That should always be on the list of uh, possible. Yeah. And that sh- that should come underneath um, uh, Republicans. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to blame them for Republicans. That. Well, it's I fine. mean, I think it's their fault for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's my story. Do you you mentioned you had one as well? You are from uh, not America, I believe. Is that right? That's correct. I'm from Australia. Um, I don't know. I don't. I'm actually trying to think of anything like bad, or if I lost anything. I know we know. I mean, this is kind of, this is a trifling in New York story, mm-hmm. but it was when one of my friends was in town, she came over from Sydney, and um, she was meeting up with some friends, and we had been for brunch, and then she was going to go and see some friends, and we were in the West Village, and she wanted to get the train um, up to Times Square, which is, of course, you know, partly why I didn't... Um, uh, join her um, and anyway so I, so I don't know why it was because I'm yeah you got beef with Times Square oh you know how it is um, anyway so I but I don't know why anyway so I told her to get on the train right so I told her to get on the two or the three 
and to go uptown to 42nd Street. Yeah. But I don't know how it happened. I walked her to the subway and then I accidentally, I realised that I'd put her onto the downtown platform. <laughs> so uh-huh. I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like, you know, sending her off into the city, like in the completely wrong way. So, um, wait, which, which stop was this on the this one train? This is 14th Street. Okay. This 14 got the, got the two, three. Yeah. 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 And anyway, and, um, so I didn't re- and so I didn't know what to do. So I actually jumped, um, the subway turnstiles <laughs> because I'd given her my, um, oh. card. And then I realized what I'd done and I was kind yeah, of bad. like, that's bad. That's, I know. That's you like, don't like that. That's a criminal offence. And I just kind of stood. I just jumped the turnstile and I just kind of stood there. Um, which is not, you know, I'm sure not the best thing to do. Anyway, and by that time, she was like on the trains downtown. And so you're, um, you're jumping the turnstile. I was like, you were going to warn her. Well, I was going to try train. to catch her before she got on. But the train okay. pulled in as I was kind of like in a trance at how like silly I had just been jumping right. over the turnstile. Yeah. But, you know, it just wasn't, I was just like, no, I'm just going to catch my friend, you know. I mean, it isn't yeah. the biggest thing in the scheme of things, but. Um, I think anyway, that, so, yeah, that is one of those things, though, that, like, I think they do kind of, like, crack down. Like, they're, like, bizarrely really Yeah, I wonder if I would have got a fine. I think I would have. Oh, definitely. Yeah. At, at least. And I like, they can, like arrest, they can arrest you for that. Yeah. And at that stage, you know, like, oh, and I can remember I came out and I went back to the brunch with my, like, um, friends and um, one of them, she was like, you are so stupid. Why did you do that? Oh, see, that's not, that's not nice. No, but she was, like, she was totally correct. Because, and, you know, when you're on a um, um, visa as well, you know, you've got to be oh, super careful. Yeah. And I don't know if that would ever sort of, cause any trouble but you just you, know, you always well, want to no. do like everything perfectly yeah I don't, I don't think a turnstile jump would have any <laughs> negative impact but yes um, okay well but so did, I don't know so, but that's not really a traveling story but did your friend what did your friend do did they make it did they figure out they're on the wrong train <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> she was like Lisa is an idiot and she found a way Back Yo, what's up with all your friends calling you like pejoratives? <laughs> well, you got to get a better crew. Maybe I'm paraphrasing. Get a better crew, Lisa. Maybe I'm paraphrasing. No, but I'm okay. Oh no. Don't be around people who are gonna like. She didn't actually say that to me. I said it to myself because I feel that I deserved it. Oh boy. <laughs> I put her on the wrong train. That's terrible. She was a guest in the city, and I and I did that to her. That's bad. Yeah. Anyway. But, oh, yeah, and my other thing that we chatted about uh, briefly is every time I go through uh, customs, I don't know why it is, I just get so nervous. And I don't have anything, you know, to, um, like, anything bad on me. Right. But, yeah, I just get all tense and stutter. Customs is basically just, like, if you're bringing in, like, what, food or, like, products to sell? Or drugs. You know, it's like when you do the check, you know. So this has been Visceralist to... Podcast um, episode. God, I really I'm got... a Republican drug smuggler. Um, 
Yeah, usually you wouldn't want to declare illegal drugs on your custom swap. No, no, I know, but you know when, and I mean, I don't know how they choose though, but you go through, you swipe your passport or whatever. Yeah. And then they have the dogs. And then some people, they pull up and they like check in their bags. And then some they don't. Yeah. But I still just get nervous for no I mean, I was, reason at all. I, I was, yeah, so my Norway trip, like, I was, I brought like one backpack and that was it. Um, really? That's awesome. That was, yeah, that was great. I didn't even bring like a winter coat. Like I, I yeah, I was super minimal. Did you change this. clothes at all during the well, two days? So we were airbnb and most of the places had. Do they provide um, clothes? They give you free clothes there. It's part of their, that's, yeah, democratic socialism is, no. Most of, most of the places had, um, like, washer dryers, like, in the, like, we airbnb like, houses and apartments and shit. Yeah, cool. Um, so I guess one off in the wash and one So I, I literally brought one pair of jeans and, like, three t-shirts and my headphones. That's gonna be that, was, that was it. And my passport. And your bank card on the way there, not on the way back. Yeah, didn't wait, didn't bring it back. But cool, a backpack that would be so free. So you didn't have to check anything. No, I hate checking stuff. Well, yes, we all do, but we all can't, you know. <laughs> you got me there, backpack. yeah. <laughs> Who was that guy who's like, you know what I like? The peace of mind I have knowing that my car, my luggage is safely stored in the so hall. My shirts and my jeans are right above me. How funny would it be if I checked like a Dwayne Reed bag just with my t-shirt? I wonder what they'd say. They would call Homeland Security on me immediately. I mean, it would look extremely dodgy. Dodgy. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's good. Um, so Jay, like, I don't know what the fuck Jay. Okay, that's like, an interesting story. Jay has some story from Mexico that like. Was well, like, hurry up and join us, Jay. The viewers, I mean, I just texted him. Listeners want to hear it. I'm yeah. sure they're sick of me. No, 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 no. Um, my opinions. Your friends who are calling you idiots, all kinds of idiots and stupids. <laughs> no, it was only two of them. That's that's two too many. Both <laughs> well, it was actually oh, it was actually only one of them. I just went to play the song that you said. Oh, yeah. wait, how did that go? Well, then that just, um, the um, ad before it came on, and I wasn't sure if I could uh, play it on the podcast, so um, I, don't I turned th- it off. I don't think the audio from that is going through, because you have the, your headset in. Um, anyway, uh, let's move on to our next segment. segment. Yes. Yeah, so... This is um, a, a pitch that I have for an app. I'm sure, I don't know, maybe it, it is in the works or maybe it already exists. But, you know, the. do you know about the app Waze? W-A-Z-E. Is that the old people face thing? Uh, what? <laughs> no? <laughs> what? <laughs> what's what's what the app about? that you... No, there's some app now. You take a picture of yourself and then it will age you. Oh, right. isn't it called that? Waze? I don't um, know. I don't know anything possibly. about uh, tech. Clearly. Okay. Um. Well, so Waze is basically um, like.
like a uh, uh, driving, like turn by turn GPS type. Oh, ways. I don't know why, but when you said it, I thought it would be W A Z E. It is, and I spelled oh. it earlier. <laughs> did you spell it for me? I did. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. I don't know why I thought. Too busy it, watching all these YouTube ads and stuff. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so the, the property brothers may be on in the background. <laughs> the gimmick with Waze is that um, it's sort of crowdsourced um, as far as like traffic issues. So people who are using like they, I think they're, I don't know if they're using Google Maps or whatever that they're licensing through it or whatever. But the deal is like um, people like report any sort of traffic issues in real time and like it updates like really quickly so you can avoid traffic. Oh, cool. So yeah, so we, we rented a car for part of the Norway trip and we were using it here and there. Um, it's cool. Like, yeah, so the deal is like, yeah, if you can update, like, you know, if there's a traffic jam for a stretch of highway and you can uh, like alert people like the minute it happens, that's pretty cool and um, yeah. pretty valuable. So. My pitch is applying this to New York bar scene, uh, whereby people can, there's an app, people can, I guess, sort of like Foursquare check in, but they can give real time advice on if the, the bar sucks or if it's dead, or if there's a lot of trifling people in there, um, if there's Republicans in the bar, you know, mm. you can check in, like maybe there's like a button for that. If the bartender loses their card. If, if they're next. <laughs> she just like oh oh i left out part of that story the drunk woman is like she's like <laughs> whatever happened to her she's like so when i'm like i like i got a little bit upset with the bartender i was kind of like like how does that happen and like the drunk woman's like hey can't you tell she has a crush on you be nice to her <laughs> you're like um, well in that case he is my well you can throw that out as well here, take my the rest of it yeah um but anyway, like, I don't know, like, I, I, you know, I'm out and about in the Lower East Side a lot. And so it is kind of annoying. Step to out like, of the hood. <laughs> um, I get a lock it up, I get padlocked. Um, yeah, do you find that you ever get, you know, like uh, people breaking in? The biggest concern, actually, because I'm right close to the river, is the wind, like, blowing oh. it over, like, into the river. Um, yeah. Uh, so I Winter padlock it. It must be terrible. Um, it's, it's not great. What do women, uh, how do, what, like, what do they, um, think of so you when you take you, them back? Are you familiar with the phrase cuffing season? No. <laughs> Should I be? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> cuffing season is like slang for like, it's a, a, para a, a paradigm where you get, you get a, a significant other for the winter. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's what you do. I'm not saying that. So a mutual cuffing relationship. Cuffing season, yeah. It's called cuffing season because, so like, because everyone, because everyone, you know, everyone hates the the winter and like you're someone you can just sort of spend time with and like you know if they have like a better apartment than like you know a tent on the East River, um, you can spend. Oh, time there. I thought I thought it was just purely a person just to like cuddle with, so you weren't so cold cuddle with God. It doesn't sound like such a girl. Are you cuddling me? I'm cold. <laughs> um, 
Well, people okay, still right. Look, look, I'm on the Lower East Side. We don't. We're off cuddling around here. Yeah, you guys are hard. You guys are gritty. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough out here. Um, right. Anyway, sorry. So, what, what do you think of this app? Would you, if you could invest? Oh my god. What would? You, what do you? Do you have? A, I'd like to invest a hundred dollars, and um. Gonna need. No, I think it's a good idea though, because it's always a little disappointing when, you know, like you go to a bar and. Oh my god, it sounds like such a first um, world uh, problem, doesn't it? <laughs> so when you go to a bar and it's dead, it's terrible. Um, but that'd be. But see, then I guess it would make. Would then bars like fluctuate because everyone would be this is a cool bar, so everyone goes there. But I mean, there's like so many bars and there's so yeah. many people. I don't think you'd ever really like pack out a bar just because of, you know. Well, maybe you I mean, would. I think it's. it's Sorry, good. Well, I, as a uh, venture capitalist, I think it's a great idea, Thank and you. Um, I would certainly use it. Uh, actually, what would you call it? Uh, Bays, B A Z. Right. As a play on bars. Bar. Well, the B is for bar. Yeah. And what's the A Z like for? Well, it's because I'm um, stealing Waze's intellectual property. That cool. I like that. I'm sure they'll be cool with that too. Uh, yeah, well, I think it's really know. cool. I mean, yeah. So this so, comes so like, what? yeah. If you want to talk about first world problems? Like, it's it's annoying for me if I have to walk four blocks to a bar and then it's dead, like that. Yeah. So if I could just, you know, call up Bays. Yeah. What's going on with Beverly tonight? If you're gonna, uh, you're, uh, if you're gonna uh, walk out of the yurt, you don't want it to be um, a waste. Exactly. Because um, sometimes I have to pay someone to watch the yurt, too, just so it doesn't blow into the river. God, this sounds like a lot of effort. I thought the yurt would be sort of for your living, but I guess it comes with its... Uh, well, I mean, my carbon footprint is... With its cons. It's pretty, pretty legit. <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> okay, but back to Bayes. Let's, let's yeah. break this down. So... Sure. But, you know, there's, like, so many bars. Don't you think you just walk into another one? But, but, but yeah, I guess. But if you, but if you it, check in on Bayes and it's like, oh, shit, it's, go, it's going down over at Clandestino tonight. Yo, for real. It's, yes. It's, it's gully. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Either. It's cuffing season out in Clandestino. Oh, my God. Are we still speaking English? This is a, do you How know about Urban Dictionary? Clandestino and what was the other one? Well, Clandestino is actually the name of a bar. Oh, cool. But, yeah. but what was the other word you said? I think I said gully, which actually gully. isn't like, that is like, I'm sort of dating myself there because that was like cool slang for like six months in 2002. Oh, I've never heard of it before. The thing is like, this is something that Yelp, I feel like Yelp could just like add to their existing service pretty easily, uh, or Foursquare. I don't. People still use Foursquare. I don't. I hope not. Um, Isn't that what you pay bills with? Or, or like when you go to a little like bar and they like swipe your card and you get a. Oh, you're Square thinking receipt? of um, you're thinking of Square. Oh, okay. Yeah, Foursquare is the thing where you can you go to a place and you check in through Foursquare so people know that you're there. Oh, I hate doing that. I don't like people to know where I am. Oh, I don't either. Oh, 
You know, like yeah, people yeah. will post where they are, like at a bar or something, enjoying a cocktail at uh, clandestino. Yeah, that's so trifling. That's trifling. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag first world problems. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. Like, I, I don't. It seems really kind of hard to like develop and code an app. I think um, it's look. Not that I know anything about tech, but I think it would get people. I, th- I think people would use it for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, if I could market it, I mean, I feel like I could, there's probably some YouTube tutorials about, like, coding apps. You could always pay someone to code it. Well, you know, a lot of a lot of my, my spare money goes into upgrading the, the yurt, um, yeah. getting bigger weights. Tying it down in the winter. Yeah, getting rope. Well, you know, rope, they don't just give away rope. They might yeah. in Norway, I don't know. Where probably do you source your rope from? Um, there, so there's a hardware store that I, I have a decent relationship with, um, on Delancey. Oh, okay, cool. And they're your rope people. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess I could go to Amazon, but, you know, I like, I like helping out the little guy. Yeah, no, it's um, good. But um, would um, you actually have, like, um, a fixed address or? I mean, how, like, mail? what? Do, who needs mail these days? Do you really need mail? Well, no, I guess if you're doing, like, um, um, auto bill pay and stuff, you probably don't need mail. Yeah. No, I'm I'm strictly um, digital. Um, and that, that actually reminds me. Like, I watched You Got Mail on the plane. Anyway, let's move on. Oh, this... Classic this, film. Have you seen it? Yes. It's Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Of course I have. I've only recently gotten into like watching rom-coms. Um, I mean, my last web series was a rom-com. I wrote one, but um, uh, like I'm, I'm sort of going back, and like this is why I was watching Brid- the Bridget Jones stuff. Like, yeah. and like you, you got mail. Like it's it's. Which is your favorite so far? Oh, there's just no question. Like, um, I think the perfect rom-com of all time is Hitch. Oh, really? I've seen it probably like 30, 40 times. Oh that's that's not a, that's a true story. Really? Oh, I wouldn't share that have publicly. You, have you seen it? <laughs> yes. Well, no one listens to this podcast. So. <laughs> well, they will after us because we're just killing it today. What? I'm sorry. Do you have an issue with Hitch? <laughs> Hang on. Now I see how you got into a you know like fight with that. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because you got from, like, zero to 50 really fast. I did. I'm sorry. Um, You're allowed to not like it if you, if you don't like it. You're no, just wrong. Look, it, look, it isn't that I don't like it, but do I have to watch it 40 times? No. No, no I like it. Obviously, I'm saying anyone Smith. has to watch it 40 times. I'm a fucking lunatic, but it's, I, I just like think it. it... Will okay. Smith is just charm central. He's and great. I also love um, um, Ava Mendes. Or yep. is it uh, Eva Mendes? I don't know. I think it's Ava Mendes, right? Probably Ava, yeah. I think she's um, No, I, lo- I do like it, but I don't know if it's my favourite. Yeah, I'm not saying it has to be your favourite. Well, what, what is your favourite rom-com, do you think? Um, oh, this, well, there's so many. Oh, well, I guess it's, I was going to say um, the Titanic, but that's not really a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wasn't yeah. too funny yeah. in the end there, was it? 
Um, yeah, not for the, the... Yeah. We are offending a lot of people on this podcast. Um, uh, what, the, the descendants of the Titanic victims? Which I'm sure are listening, <laughs> um, along with all of the people over in Norway. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I love How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I know it's super cheesy, but... That's Kate Hudson? Yes, and Matthew McConaughey. Before oh, he became Matthew like a serious actor. He was the kingpin of those rom-coms yeah. back, back in the you day. Know, like, I wonder if he will ever go back to those. I hope so. He's also getting a little bit older, but... It's okay. They were they were his, like, jam. Forever. What was the other one? Failure to launch. Oh, yeah. Not, not the best one. No. Oh, and I also love Sandra Bullock. I'm a huge Sandra Bullock fan, so... Actually, probably oh, my yeah. favourite would have to be Miss Congeniality. Is that a rom-com? I don't know. I guess it is, uh, right? Action rom-com? Yeah. Action rom-com. Is there actually? I haven't seen it, but she's like a FBI agent, right? Yeah, she goes undercover um, at a pageant. It's very good. Okay. That would be a film that you could easily um, watch like 30 times. Uh, it's a classic. <laughs> Trust me. Sandra Bullock. She's amazing. Let's table that for now. Who is your favorite female actress? I'm just throwing random questions out there. Well, Sandra Bullock, obviously. Good answer. <laughs> um, I don't. I jeez. Um, that's a great. Wow, you really got me there. Um, no one. Oh, maybe Emma Stone. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, she's she's great. I always loved Michelle Pfeiffer, and I saw that um, she's uh, back again with the um, with the film about. Uh, who was that guy with the terrible uh, pyramid scheme? Oh, uh, Bernie Madoff. Yeah. Yeah, she's in that HBO thing. I can't wait to see that. She's amazing. Yeah, she's great. I would say, oh, I would probably say Meryl Streep, actually. I mean, I, and it's like... Oh, of course, yeah. You know, it's like... Your Republican friend probably wouldn't agree. A Republican friend would probably be like... I mean, he, he would sort of segue into like you know women should be in the kitchen yeah and then um, you would very aggressively say have you got a problem with i'd probably throw, him, probably throw him out the window <laughs> at that point was he like short or tall he was normal mm. sorry um who who is your who is your favorite actor male oh oh you didn't see that one coming no i didn't <laughs> which says a lot about me um, yep. If I couldn't see that coming, because it's An- so obvious. You're anti um, anti chauvinist. Male. Um, well, I love Robert Redford, and I love Harrison Ford. Though now he is like crashing planes. He's not so attractive. I don't know why. Crashing planes. Oh yeah. What is he doing? I feel he needs to like hang up the pilot thing. What what, I mean, what would a pilot hang yeah, up? What, what would they hang up his wings? He should turn in his wings. Yeah, they get like these little pens that have wings. I mean, with someone like Harrison Ford, like and this is this goes back to the um the lottery, how much money do you need? If you have essentially unlimited money 
by which I mean there's nothing you couldn't get that you might want. Mm. He's not a billionaire, but there's nothing he can't get. He could afford to fly privately. Is that what you mean? No, it's like, oh. what do you do with your time? Oh, right. Now I get you. So him taking on, like, I want to be a pilot. And yeah. then, you know, fucking it up is not too surprising. Listen to me passing judgment on what he should, shouldn't have to do with his time. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, so I love those. I, so I uh, grew up with those um, actors, but more present day. Let me think. God. Daniel Craig, but he's also older. Um, oh, Idris Elba, speaking Ooh. of the James Bond people. Yeah. Or the potentials. Um, and um, Alexander Skarsgård, he is. Oh, yeah. What's his deal? I may just like him because he's so exceptionally handsome. And Who's I've only guy? seen him act. He's a Swedish actor. He was in, um, oh, he was in Tarzan. Not that I ever saw that. Um, but he was in, I don't know if you saw the series Big Little um, Lies that was just on HBO. Uh, I Oh, it's really it. good. Um, it's a miniseries, yeah, right? Yeah. Eight, eight parts? Yeah, I think six episodes or eight episodes. But it's really good. Um, oh, there he is. He's Jay online. Jay. Jay. You there? Sorry. Don't don't let him being late interrupt whatever point you're, you're talking Oh, because I was clearly making a great point. But anyway, um, Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. I think that's his name. He was in that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's very good and very cute, which is what equals good, I think. Isn't he? Is he married to Maggie Gyllenhaal? Oh, maybe it's maybe I do have the wrong guy. <laughs> I think I have the wrong guy. Oh Jay, my God. Jay, do you know who he's married to? She is married to, I think, a Peter Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård is mar- married to Peter Skarsgård. No. Uh, Peter Skarsgård is married to um, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Okay. Jay, are you there? Can you hear? Yeah, this? Alexander Skarsgård is his name. Jay. I don't know if he's got a wife. I hope not. Who? Alexander Skarsgård's Alexander. wife is is Peter Skarsgård, right? <laughs> no, I think that might be his brother. Oh, that's what he was. Initially in True Blood, I think that's where he sort of became really famous. Oh, that's right. Um, okay, so let's move on. Sorry, Jay's having some issues. I'm, I'm just texting a little bit. Um, anyway, let's roll on. So this is sort of a pet pet issue of mine. Um, we can probably burn through it pretty quickly, but... Um, movie box office earnings all right so these are you know um made available to the public uh, every weekend uh every day actually box office mojo is the go-to um they have but like i feel like this sort of thing where like they're reporting box office earnings started in like the 90s Mm -hmm. and i'm not sure like 
who can, like who why would why does the public care about this well i don't know do they usually like whoa hold on hold on hold on hey oh whoa okay you're coming in hot hold on let me just <laughs> that's what i do <laughs> okay um are you are you good how's it going I'm all right. Things are good. It's great. Good. Good great. to hear. Um, so we got to our box office earnings um, stuff. I want. I want to actually. Do, do you have a trifling in Mexico story? Um, actually, Mexico was pretty non-trifling, except uh, my my flight back was quite trifling. Oh, do tell. Well, it got delayed several times, which was annoying. Um, and then they told us that due to the amount of people on the flight, which was regular amount of people, that there was no more overhead room by the time it was time for me to board. And oh. I had a, I had like a soft bag, right? So it can smash into different places. Um, so I wasn't too happy about it, but I complied with the regulations. And then, when I get on there, guess what I see? Ton, wait, ton, tons of room in the overhead. Exactly. Two right above, the one right above my row and the one right across me. So, how many, people, how, many people, how many people did you slap at that point? I slapped none. I was, I was just very irritated. You slapped then, a nun? I slapped none. None, no people, no people were slapped. Oh, okay. And then we got delayed again, um, and there was a family behind me that had three kids under the age of five, so that was um, intense. Yeah. They were actually really good kids. Mm. Who did you fly with? Um, that was actually United coming back, so it was wonderful. <laughs> United keeping up their strong customer service reputation. They are killing it at the moment. <laughs> and then we got delayed again when we actually boarded the plane. Then they told us that we had to sit for another 45 minutes on the plane because LaGuardia was due to construction at LaGuardia, runway construction. They were only letting planes in one plane every 27 minutes to be exact. Oh, God. Um, so we were sitting there and then the guy behind us started getting stressed out because he had a problem with LaGuardia where this is, um, I did not know this fact, but LaGuardia apparently closes at 1230 a.m. Oh, no, flights, no more flights come in and okay. according to our estimated takeoff time and our flight time, we would have come in after that deadline. Uh -oh. um, so this guy started freaking out because he's like, it happened to me last time I flew this and I had to go to Newark. It was a bunch of problems. They said there was going to be a bus to take us all back to the city, but then there was no bus when we got to Newark. So that guy was, <laughs> that guy was not happy about it. But we ended up, everything ended, you know, all's well that ends well, I guess. Newark made a special exception. I mean, not Newark. LaGuardia made an exception because they were having so many problems and they let us in after their supposed closure time. Um, hmm. I had to go get my... Now, when you check a bag, have, have either one of nope. you ever had this... Nope, I'll stop you right there. Stop you right have there. Have you ever had the security This guy travels with just a backpack. Yo, Jay, I was in Norway for 10 days. I took one backpack. What size was the backpack? Now, how you like me now? 
how big was the backpack? Just like normal regulation size backpack. What does that mean? Like you're going to school or you're going on a hiking trip? Someone did say like, uh, uh, the, the, the height, oh God, I just, wow, that wow. joke died. <laughs> you know what a fucking backpack looks like, man? Come on. I do, but what size? Is it a school bag? What do you mean what size? I came in. It's um, seven. Seven is the size. Does that help? Seven out of ten? Seven out of ten? No, just seven. Let's you know, just say it comfortably fits a pair of jeans and three shirts. Or no, because you would have had it comfortably fits two t-shirts. Because mm -hmm. you would have had a pair of jeans and yep. a t-shirt on. You got it. You how, many shoes, how many pairs of shoes did you bring with you? What do I need more than one pair of shoes for? See, that's why guys are lucky, right? Are you you guys can just have one outfit for the whole entire time. We've got to take had, different options. I had three pairs of shoes with me. What? Oh. For, you were, was, weren't you only there for Mexico for like four days? I wore a pair and I packed two more. Why? Were you getting like a medal from the president of Mexico? I like to do different activities. <laughs> like what? Well, I had, you surfing? I had a pair of exercise shoes. Right. Okay. Had a pair of sandals, and then I had a pair of casual shoes that I could do for formal if I had to go out to a fancier dinner, kind of. Did you really. have? Did you have? Did you have a formal event during that time? Um, semi-formal. Oh. Okay. I had, well, I, forced, I had to wear a college shirt. All right. Well, your story checks out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll approve of the shoe choice. I'm glad. I'm glad I passed. <laughs> <laughs> You really only took one pair of shoes, but you were hiking in the snow. I saw that video. Um, I did put up a compilation video on YouTube. Uh, Lisa, I can send you a link to that if you have any interest. Um, well, I want to um, verify this because three t-shirts and a pair of jeans, if it was, if you were in like, um, uh, winter doesn't, like, how did you cope? Well, what kind of outerwear did you have? Okay, uh, so I, I did bring one sweater as well. Okay, so now the truth comes out. You also had a sweater. What else did you also just happen to have? Um, you also had like a proper coat. No. Really? I brought like a super skinny, um, like just windbreaker. But how cold was it? I mean, the coldest it got was like 35. Fahrenheit. Oh, that's yeah, cold. Cold. that's almost zero. I mean, you know, first world problems, all right? The metric people out there, um, <sighs> and the Celtic people. Um, oh wow. So you would rather go cold than actually pack? Fair enough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> actually pack appropriately. <laughs> also, yeah. So uh, yeah, I was wearing like you know, Jay, you. We've hung out recently. You've seen my sneakers. Those are pretty versatile. Um, I'm always pretty stylish. Um, we actually did go to like a pretty swanky restaurant, but you know they know you know I can roll up in there. They they can sort of tell by the way I use my walk um, that whatever I'm wearing, it's it's their pleasure that I'm there. Or they could just be like American tourists, just like or that yeah, just, just stupid like Moorish American doesn't know anything about anything. Doesn't know how to be decent. <laughs> you said it. Um, no, I love you. Um, well, look, I still think it's 
a great job that you were able to travel with one backpack. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's actually pretty impressive. Again, like the the only the key part there was that like we Airbnb places and they all had washer dryers in in like clothes washers in the yeah. That's a thing, isn't it? Because like when you travel, that's the biggest pain. Just yeah. to get clean clothes. Again, a first world uh, problem, but yeah, a problem nonetheless. True. Um. So anyway, so we were we were talking about the box office earnings thing. And I don't know, maybe Jay, like you might remember, like, does it feel like the press started reporting movie earnings at some point in the 90s? Does that seem right? Uh, like when like Jurassic Park and Terminator 2 came out, basically. Because who, like, who cares? The, like, I need to know how much, like, how many, like, how much, like, Gillette is making and selling razor blades, like. Yeah, I think that's when it became... When did that first Ninja Turtles movie come out? I think it was like 89. Well, that's that's when I realized. That was the only time where, like, I it was the movie I wanted to go to, and I couldn't because it was sold out. That was the first time I had Really? I remember. And then oh, that was a big deal. And then we had to go, like, Saturday morning because we couldn't go on Friday evening. Was this in Worthington? Yeah, we went to Dublin Granville. That Dublin. Oh, Dublin that was... AMC. Hate that place. Um, I mean, that that film came out before I was born, but um, <laughs> for, for a film to sell out, wow! Yeah, uh, have you seen that movie? Uh, I saw it on uh, TBS once. Okay, were you? So I may have seen it in the movies. TBS. <laughs> but did you? Uh, I mean, I know. Like we were talking, we were talking about rom coms earlier, Jay. Like, you know, I, like one hitch. See. Yes. See? Jay, are you a fan of it as well? I mean, look, I'm a fan, but I'm not a 30 or 40 time viewing fan. Look, I'll admit, I have a very weird obsession with this movie. Like, I I get it. It's weird. Did you tell her that you think think you can be her? Okay, do each of you guys think that you're hitch is that, okay is so that here's okay, so actually no i don't i don't because like so this is and this is a good point because like yeah he's sort of like a pickup artist which is like kind of like terrible um i mean we all know what what the pickup artist is. <laughs> yeah and like these days it sort of overlaps with like the, the whole Bad, very bad parts of the internet that I. Don't hey, I'm all for it. If I was to get uh, picked up by Will Smith, you, I'd you be are, all for the Republican. You are a Republican. Um, yeah. Me? <laughs> so <laughs> I knew it. I don't know. No, it's not that. I don't know. It's like honestly, like it just feels right. Like it yeah, just kind of feels like the right. like it's just everything kind of works, and it's so silly, and it's like. It's. I also really like movies that are shot in New York, and it's yeah. like very New York. Um, it's a feel-good film. Yeah, it's just like yes. silly. It's just silly. Like the stakes are pretty low. Like, yeah. Do you know what other? I don't know if it's if this one is also um, a rom-com, but I do love something borrowed. That's a real chick flick. I don't know if you boys have seen what that is. I've even heard of that. <laughs> well, oh my god! You is guys Hugh have Grant to watch involved? it. Hey. Is Hugh Grant involved in that? No, he's not, surprisingly. This is Kate <laughs> Hudson and um, Jennifer Goodwin. Who? Jennifer Goodwin? Yeah, she's out of, um, she's the girl out of uh, Once Upon a Time. She's excellent. 
Oh, so this is relatively new? Oh, yeah, like maybe seven years ago. Yeah, right around the time Hitch came out. Um, Look it up. I'm sure you guys are going to love it. Okay. Well, what do you lo- what do you like about it? Well, so that film is actually set in um, New York City. So they're like at the Shake Shack um, in uh, Madison Square Park. And that's, that's what I love about the film um, the most, I think. The Shake Shack? Well, yeah, and yes, part of that, and just, you know, like, seeing, like, um, so much of the city. But it's also a great story, and I could identify with the main character. <laughs> yeah. Watch it. If you watch it, then you'll, you know. Okay, I will watch it. I'll watch it later tonight. All right, all right. Something Borrowed? That's what yes. it's called? Yes. Um, You're welcome. Big, You're going to love it. I'm a big it. fan of Love Actually. Oh, yes, that's a classic. Yeah, so Love Actually, uh, Richard Curtis movie, he's a director. He also did the Bridget Jones movies. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. You know, I I was I was dating someone a few years ago uh, who was really, really into Love Actually. Um, and I remember watching it with her, and I was kind of like, kind of annoyed that I had to watch it. This <laughs> What do you, hang on, you, just you, know, you know, I'm actually not even going to tell the story. I'm sorry. And Lisa, I know you have it to get going. Like no, I can say story. for this story. It like it, is it going to be trifling? It sounds like it's going to be Come trifling. on, quickly. I'll I mean, it's... Story, and I know that all the listeners do as well. The two listeners out it's, there. It's not that... It's not... Like, I mean, the thing is, like, I was... She's like, yo, we, like, early on in our relationship. And Jay, you met, you met her. Um super nice like great anyway she's like yeah she told me early on like i'm really into love actually we should watch it sometime and i'm like ah, i don't know uh, yeah maybe um and then like i think it was like maybe like during like yeah, we had like we were just like nothing to do on a weekend or something i thought you were gonna say something else thank god i was i was gonna say something that would like actually put a put a pinpoint on the date and that would maybe lead some listeners to figure out who I'm talking about, which I don't oh, right. really want. Okay. So let's just say we had a free weekend. And yeah. she's like, I, I was like, all right. And I was like, I was probably like rolling my eyes and like probably check like on my iPhone. And like, you said, let's watch Hitch. And she said, no. I was like, is Hitch not on? Like, do you not have Hitch? Should I bring over Hitch? Um, she said, because so, I kind of am Hitch. <laughs> But anyway, we watched it, and I was like, yo, this is great. This movie is awesome. This is fantastic. And, like, the Mr. Bean part where he's, like, wrapping up the gift and he's taking forever. Oh, yeah, that's pretty great. That was hilarious. (laughs) So I really, like, I was really getting into it. And then she's like, you motherfucker. I knew you were going to like this, and you give me all this grief. Oh, so she got angry at you. Yeah. Um, I like it. I'm sure that you deserve it. Quick yeah. so question yeah. to you guys: What's it like when you first watch a um, romantic film with your, you know, either uh, boyfriend or your girlfriend? What's it like? Mm. Do you guys like find it a little bit awkward? No, I mean, no. it's. I think it's fairly pleasant. I mean, I you know, <laughs> the thing is, I I talk through movies and I crack jokes like throughout the oh whole my movie. God, that's why she got angry. My jokes are really good, though. I don't know about that, but you probably talked the whole way through the film. Well, I, yeah, I, I probably, no, I did. 
I'm sure. You, I'm sure it was awesome. Yeah, look, here's the here's the thing. I'm I'm sort of a comedian. My whole thing is as long as the people are laughing, it's all good. Yeah. No, I completely. Uh, she was scowling more than she was laughing, but scowling. But I was laughing. Was this the same girl in the bar over in Party Boys, Norway? <laughs> Is this the same person? Again, like I can't really the get cougar in, in the bar over in Norway. Many details. Yeah. Because of issues. Because <laughs> of issues. Because of confidentiality agreements. Yeah, I, these NDAs like they're crazy. Like if you you go against it, like it's like five hundred thousand dollars. Anyway. Um, if you have to run, that's cool. Uh, we didn't hit the last one about just about the stand-up scene in the in New York. Um, oh well, I've, if you have any general thoughts, a little bit. Sure. Um, yeah, not that I, you know, will like um, offer any great uh, pearls of wisdom, but I'll try. Yeah. So, well, I guess just to give a little background, like you, you know, you've been performing. You've performed sketch. You're doing. You're doing a little bit of everything. And yeah, so I started reason. doing sketch. Sorry, yes, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no, so that's all. So I started doing uh, sketch, and then I wanted to write uh, better sketch. So I took a stand-up class, not wanting to actually perform, you know. I just um, wanting to be able to write uh, punchier jokes. Right. And through that, sort of, I found my way into performing, which I still don't feel super comfortable with. It's, you know, it's kind of... When you get up in front of people, it's like, I'm going to make you laugh a bit. And I'm like, that's a yeah. little bit uh, conceited. I think stand-up, but, um, stand-up's the most intimidating. Yeah. And, and I think that's part of the, like, thrill too, you know, right? Because if you fail, it's terrible. Yeah. But if you get a laugh, then it's um, very fun. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, God, I feel like I've just uh, started um, rambling. Well, are you enjoying, I mean, you've been doing it, like, I, I saw you perform, it's probably, like, over a year ago. Yeah. And you've been consistently performing since then, so I'm, you were great then, I'm sure you're amazing now. I'm sorry, I apologize for not having seen any of your shows recently, I'm going to go to the one. Yeah, in- clearly I'm so amazing that you haven't been to see any of my Well, I mean, look, I mean, you're, if you're amazing, I'm like, look, people are, like, saying, like, I'm, like, the, the best comedian, like, people like, ever. I heard some people talking about that. They they were saying that. Justin, apparently I'm the second uh, best in the city. <laughs> so I guess oh, I'm coming well. in second behind uh, Kat. Well, no, like I'm, no, I'm not the city, like the like the best ever. Oh, oh like the world. Please don't say that. That's gonna, that's bad karma. It's bad okay. comedy karma. I'll, I'll be terrible. <laughs> I got um, it. I got it. I got it under control. It's all good. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I am kind of great. Um, no, I'm joking. Um, that really is a joke. As long as, um, as, long as the people are laughing. Um, yeah, so, but you know, it's one of those things. So it's just doing, a, yeah, trying to do a lot of shows um, and I guess trying to get seen a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah. But so that's why I've sort of gone into uh, producing as well because it's fun to be on a show where you can bring in um, people that you like as well and that you know are good. Oh, you know, absolutely. Again, not that I'm the judge of anyone, but, you know, there's well, a yeah, lot of people that are fun to work with. That's so. a great move. Like, it's a power position. You know, you, you're, I'm sure you're learning, like, a whole new, uh, like, angle to, like, stand up in New York. But it's 
probably pretty valuable. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Certainly, but I, I, like, I mean, I still feel I, um, I'm still so much at the bottom, which is, like, it's fine. I, but, um, you know, there are so many like uh, uh, well-established shows. Yeah, um, you know, it, that, that's fine though. There's always someone who's ahead of you. There's always someone behind you. Just do, yeah, just, certainly. Just do your thing. Certainly. But I just don't want to speak as any sort of, you know, expert, because I'm certainly not. But, um, yeah, so, um, but, yeah. Um, well, you, I mean, I guess, are you enjoying it? Yes, definitely. And I, I think just in terms of, because I'm also, um, like, you know, because I write as well, and I right. do definitely think since I've, like, since I went into this sort of, um, realm, I guess it does like punch up um, your writing, you know, because it's one thing to like tell, like it's one thing to. Tell well, are you talking about writing for like sketch or scripts or? Uh, scripts as well, yeah. Uh, TV writing, right. um, you know, because it's what because sort of when you've got to have like um, a joke every line, you know, it's sort of. I think that's what I learnt the most from. Uh, and that's what I sort of continue to learn from, like, um, being up on uh, stage, you know, and you can't, like, you've sort of almost got to have a joke, like, every 10 seconds almost. Yeah. Um, which is a lot of pressure, but it's also fun to, like, craft a story and to find where you can put in, you know, um, the joke lines and stuff. But, God, I am rambling now. I'm definitely rambling. No, um, but what about great. you guys? So, Kel, you do. So, you write and produce and direct. Yeah. And Jay, sorry, Kay, I said your name. Well, or did yeah, I? Yeah. Or did I? Maybe that wasn't your name. It's fine. It's not. <laughs> you know, this. I was going to make a wire. When they find you in the year, it'll be my fault. It's fine. It's okay. They can get. They can try. They can try me. You know. I've been tried from like internationally in a, in bars in Norway. People trying me. They weren't um, People were testing you. Yeah, it's fine. It's all but good. So, what about you uh, guys? Like, what's your um, familiarity with uh, stand up? So, so I I did stand up well before um, like the improv and sketch stuff. Oh, cool! I didn't know. Um, like I did op- like open mic stuff around the Lower East Side and. It was good. Um, it was well. I'd say it was okay. It was. It wasn't really my cup of tea, um, because I I was doing like more conceptual stuff. Like I don't do like joke setup punchline, like that kind of shit. Like I just like I go up and I'm just like kind of like weird and like yeah. until until people storytelling laugh. stuff. Sort of storytelling, just sort of like just messing with the audience. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. You know, it's like I, I, it's just I'm, I'm so glad that I found improv and sketch because it's, it's way better. Like it just matches my talent. I think, um, like it just fits better. I think. Yeah, I think sketch for me is my favorite. Like, or sort of any sort of comedy scene, whether that be you know like TV or um, right. Yeah, sketch. Like, I love. Yeah, I don't. This is like if. If Comedy Central came to me and were like, "Hey, we we giving you thirty minutes right after South Park, what do you got for us?" Mm. 
I would, I don't, I, what would I do? I don't, I don't know. I guess I should probably have an answer for that, just you in case. Gotta be ready. I would probably do something like, like a, maybe like a, a probably like a sketch show, but like maybe mm. like a, like a talk show slash sketch show. Is it surprising to you guys that there aren't more, like I'm just trying to think of the sketch shows that are on TV and there's SNL and right. um, Amy Schumer and there was Kim Peel. Right. Are there any others? Right. Um, these days. Um... Oh, and po- is, is Portlandia? They have, that's the oh, Portlandia is still going. Yeah, that I, I'm a big fan of that. It, it, yeah, that's sketch. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's probably like SNL in Portlandia because I think Schumer and Key and Peele are, are both done. Oh yeah, I oh, think Schumer's she, done. Amy Schumer. No, I think she's coming back. Is she's she? taking like a hiatus or something. Oh, she, is she? She's doing movies. Yes, yeah, killing it. She has a movie that just came out called. Um, oh yeah, with Goldie Hawn. Snatched. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a trailer for that when I went to see Get Out. They showed a trailer for that. Oh, I want to see that too. Oh, you guys see Get Out. I need to go to the movies. Oh, it's great. Oh, but hey, let's go back quickly uh, to the uh, box office thing. Don't mm-hmm. they put up the pro- Like, don't they put up what the figures were, so that people like considered like if they were um, successful think... or not. So if it gets a lot, yeah. people are going to go see it just because they think, oh well, you know, like um, it must be right. good. So it sort of becomes like another marketing tool. Yeah. Yeah, and it's sort of like I don't know horse like horse race. You know, the big movies these days are like comic book movies, and so you know, I look. I was a big comic book nerd back in the day, and so I have certain loyalty to certain comics that I loved back then. Like I saw Logan uh, in the theater; it was great. I was a huge Wolverine fan, and but like ultimately, like I, it shouldn't really matter how to an audience how much a movie makes. Yeah, but but then I think that's also if you're going to be swayed by like, um, you know, if you were to read like a um, review and you then wouldn't like go to the film because of the review. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I tend to be swayed too much by that. Like, because often was, I go. What just was the last the movie? Action. What was the last movie you saw in the theater? Oh my god, I don't go to the movies enough. I know. Um, I mean, I rarely do too. Oh god, I cannot remember it. What was the last time you went and saw? High School Musical? Was that what you said? No, no. Which was um, (laughs) the last one that you went to see? How did I get High School Musical out of that? Oh, that's just because I'm humble. I don't know. And that was that was on the Disney Channel. It wasn't even in theaters. Wasn't it? I don't know. There were three of them, weren't there? Um, Maybe maybe the first one. One of them in the theater. Maybe the first one was. Yeah, I think one of them would have had to be. God, I cannot even tell you the last one I saw. It might have been Spotlight. A oh. comedy. Um, Wait, Spotlight. Oh, I was thinking of the like expose about like the yes, I'm pedophilia scandal. Terrible. It's a terrible joke. Oh. Um, no, actually, do you know what? I will tell a quick story. God, um, when on the night I went to see that, um, a friend and I had tickets to see um, Sarah. Um, um, uh, Silverman, God, at uh, BAM, and she uh-huh. cancelled the show because she was out sick. So we'd gone for a few drinks. So we had planned to get some uh, drinks and then go see the show. 
And so we, we, we were like, okay, let's just, um, let's go do the same thing, but we'll just go and see a film. So we go for a few drinks and then when we go and see, when we go to like see a film, all that we could get into to see was Spotlight. So not only did we go from expecting like a comedy show to a very dark <laughs> film, we were also a little bit drunk. It was terrible. Oh, that sounds Oh, that sounds so yeah, bad. It was terrible. But the I'd, ra- so, but I'd rather wait for my luggage in the baggage claim area for a day than do what you just described. Yeah, it was pretty bad, actually. But the film really, like, you know... I've heard it's was a great film. film. It is. No, it's a great film. And it's got, actually, again, one of my favorite actresses in it, Amy Adams. Oh, no, yeah. No. No, no. Oh my god, I'm so, I'm so bad oh at my favorite god. people names. I'm terrible. Okay. All, these, all these Americans look alike, right? Yeah, you guys, you all sound the same. You look the same. God. Um, I'd just like to put out a formal apology to um, all the listeners <laughs> for everything that I've said here. Today. That's okay. I, I, I put that in the show notes like every week. So it's well, just general apology. Apology. Yeah. But yeah. um, lovely to chat with you guys. Okay, well, Thanks thank you so much for joining yeah, us. This has been fantastic. Um, we'll let you go. I think, Jay, if you want to hang on for a little bit, we'll talk some basketball. Oh, cool. Sure. All right. Awesome. Let's thank you, it. guys. Later. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Do you want to talk any any hoops? You got, I mean... Well, Yo, oh, right oh. Now, yeah, no, we, we need to talk about that. That foot, that foot on net game. That, that LeBron just put up 46 points in in Boston game two. We're not coming back. We're not, we ain't coming back to Boston. There's, there's a rat. The Cavs are looking dominant right now. Um, but the Warriors look pretty badass too the other night. That's because Kawhi's out, though. Yeah. That was very dramatic. That's Kawhi's case for the MVP award right there, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, of what, 30 points? He goes out of the game. They end up losing by whatever, three points, two or three yeah. points. And That's now, crazy. And then they get blown out in the second game without him. Like, yeah. But, I mean, I think, you know, that's actually, like, to Popovich's discredit. Like, the Spurs' whole MO is, like, no one player, like, you should, like, cause that big of a, like, you know, chaos in their system. Like... You know, I mean, okay, so Tony Parker's out, Kawhi's out, but still, like the, I don't, I don't know, like there's they're they're known no, for like you're, you're right, that is a general you know, thing. drafting like, European ne- like next man up. I never heard about this this dude up. who's subbing in for Kawhi Simmons or something. Who is this guy? Yeah, he's he's had a pretty good year actually. Um, I mean, he was in the D League, I believe, for a little bit, but he's he's played well. I mean, he's no Kawhi Leonard, but he's played well. Yeah. They just, I don't know, man. The, the yeah, it's, I mean, they're done. Like, yeah, but I have to say, I was so happy. Like, especially because that first year that LeBron came back to Cleveland, Kelly Olynyk, dirty, dirty ass player, injured Kevin Love. And then uh, Kyrie, did Kyrie go down during that Boston Kyrie series? Kyrie got injured during the finals. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was like game two yeah. or something. He like yeah. messed up his kneecap. Game two, game three, and then Cleveland ended up losing the series. Yeah. Um, 
It may have, it may have been one one when he got injured. I don't remember. I think, yeah, I think it. If it was game two, yeah, because the, the Cavs won the second game, I think. Yeah, that one. What did the? I think the Warriors won that series four to two, right? Was it four two? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, right now it's if both these teams keep playing this way, it looks like it's gonna be fucking amazing the NBA Finals. Yeah, these finals are gonna be incredible. Yeah. And you know, Cleveland goes in as the underdog, just because mostly because of the the Kevin Durant so? thing. Because of the Kevin Durant factor. Yeah. Like, yeah, he. Well, hold on. Are you yeah. are you blocking your microphone or something? I don't think so. He makes the team like. Oh, I guess I was. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. He makes that team like really hard to defend. Is that? Have you been? Did you watch any of the Warriors games during regular season? Um, on and off. No, I didn't. I didn't watch a full game. Because my thing with them is like Kevin's gonna come as great as he is. He's gonna fuck up the chemistry. Well, okay. Let me. Well, let me ask you this. You know, as someone you're very knowledgeable about basketball, like the Warriors had a great thing going. Obviously, like as great as Kevin Durant is, is there a risk of him just fucking it all up because they're just not in? They have their certain rhythms, you know, of Draymond and. Oh yeah, there, there's certainly that risk. I feel like over the course of the year, they've they figured it out. Uh, but it was very interesting to see that time period when Kevin Durant was injured and they went on whatever that like 12 game winning streak 12 or 15 games yeah that was you know that was very curious but there's there's no doubt that they are a better team with Kevin Durant you know it's just another added weapon somebody they have to worry about I mean he's a he's a top 10 player in the league you anytime you add a top 10 player like that you know like it's problematic for the other team yeah I mean, yeah, they're big, they got a big four that's like, I don't know, the scariest big four I can remember in recent. Like, who has yeah, who has really four? Is. Who has four in like the last ten years? Like, I, I mean, and Clay hasn't even been playing that well. Maybe the Lakers in twenty nine, two thousand nine, maybe. Who are you giving them? So Kobe Pow. Oh, um, no. What's that? What's that dude? The their center. Um, Andrew Bynum? Bynum. Bynum, yeah. And then, um, um, who's their point guard? I think it was Derek Fisher still. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, the the Warriors roster is unprecedented. It's crazy. Because they're all in their prime, too. (laughs) Right. They already had a strong roster, and then the addition of Kevin Durant is just... Wow. Um, so that would, you know, I just want to fast forward to the finals. Unless, let's see what happens. I'm curious to see what happens with San Antonio tonight. Like, the Celtics, I don't see the Celtics being able to do much more. Like, whatever, I, I think I looked last night, Isaiah Thomas had two points, then didn't even play in the second half because of some hip injury. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't okay. see that. I mean, that's the thing is, like, and you know, we, you and I watched part of the game, and like I was complaining, like, why do you have your big three in the game when you're up thirty in the fourth quarter? But I, what I think is, it's it's sent a message, demoralize them completely, destroy them, yeah, kill you, crush you, crush, yeah, 
Yeah, I, well, I think they got the message. I don't know. These Celtics still talking crazy because of just the Celtics. But what? What are they saying? What? Who's who's they talking? I think they can win. They're like, oh, we've been in this situation before. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> oh, we can, we can we can do this. Yeah, but you weren't playing LeBron James. Yeah, that's like I love I love that because it's like, oh, the Celtics have been down too. We'll be referencing like the Larry Bird, Robert Parrish era. Like, okay, the Celtics isn't you. Like, Celtics. Right, like, I don't even- I mean, I don't have what to look at what they've been talking about. What were they down two games to some whack ass team, Atlanta Hawks or something? I don't know. Like, yeah, it's not. That's not a point. That's what nothing. are they even talking it's about? Nothing. They ain't talking about. They're talking about a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we gotta play better. Obviously, I don't know <laughs> if they can play that much better. I mean, it must suck to like, cause they're they're in their contracts, they're obligated to do these press conferences like after the game. It must suck. You got, you got your ass smoked and like, well, you know, this is the, you know, we we uh, we weren't getting the, the stops that we wanted. Oh. oh, this is what they're referencing. In the first round against Chicago, they were down 0-2. Yeah, Chicago is um, the fucking eight seed. Take it easy. <laughs> come on, come on, fellas. <laughs> yeah, you're playing LeBron. Like, come on. And then that was with Rajon Rondo, and then he didn't even play the rest of the series, and then they won. Like, they might not even got out the first round if Rondo didn't get injured. Yeah. That was that part was kind of crazy. Yeah, those two right. games that Chicago got in, in Boston. So, I don't know. I mean, they're obviously using that to keep themselves, and you know, keep themselves positive, but... Well, man. they got the number one pick. That That's what they should be holding on to. They should keep themselves positive. Like, also, right. I'm going to say... You know, I don't, I don't like them because, you know, Boston is a racist city. Sports teams have a history of racism. Um, they injured. They were dirty two years ago. But also, they have Al Horford, who was on the Florida team that beat Ohio State in 2007. And he was standing right next to Joakim Noah when he was partying. A dance. I'm lumping him in with Joakim Noah. Wow. Yeah. You're lumping him in with Joakim? Of course. That's his boy. Al's always been a classic guy. I don't care. He was <laughs> that's his that's his man. Joakim. He was there smi- he was there smiling at that dance. You know I mean you know how I feel about that dance. Oh, that dance is out of control. He was there smiling. He had a towel over his head smiling. He was, but he was young. Yeah. He's matured now. And I will say, yeah, I will say, and I'll say this about Joakim, like, it, had it not been for that, that, both of those guys I would love to have on my team. <laughs> um, Horford is a classy guy, yeah, like, he's, he seems like a good guy, but, you know. But, you know, you know, he can't change where he was during that dance. He was looking, he was looking at it, smiling. Anyway, like, I feel like I'm just gonna harp on this that for the rest was of the game. Out of control. Now you got me thinking about that dance. Like, what was wrong with Yoki Noah? That, that dance was wild. Okay, listeners, I'll put a link in the show notes. So what I'm referencing is, very briefly, uh, in 2007, the college basketball tournament, uh, Ohio State was in the final game playing the University of Florida. University of Florida team had Joakim Noah and Al Horford. What the fuck are you, what are you doing, dude? What do you mean? What'd you hear? Are you like building like a cardboard fort or something? 
I do have some cardboard here. Okay, um, well, think about it. Not, um, anyway, so you can look it up. But anyway, so the uh, Florida beat Ohio State, and then at the end of it, Joe Kim Noah did this really weird dance that where he was, he was literally like dancing on Ohio State's grave. I don't and even was, remember who was interviewing. I think it was Bill Raftery. He like, had no idea what to do with that yeah, dance. No one, no one. Al Horford didn't know what to do with the dance except like he was just like. Bill Raptor is like, look at this young man's excitement. He's so happy. Yeah. I don't know. Where did he get that dance, too? Because, like, you know, Joachim is the son of, I believe, a French model mom and a French tennis player. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's richy rich, whatever, growing up in pretty well-to-do. You know, so, you know, he never had to actually learn how to dance well. <laughs> because he was rich and tall. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Okay. I like this Continue. Tell me more about this. Because he was rich. Look, I'm trying to learn how to do the fucking moonwalk, man. Like, I'm putting in the work. This guy is just like, he was like, I don't even know how to, that's not a dance. It's just like him, like, it's uh, not. like, it's like, it's like some middle school thing. Like, it's a variation on the, the Wayne's World swing. Except, like, if you put it, you ramp up the RPMs, like, a thousand RPMs, right? Yeah. And then he's like, swing, 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 swing. Yeah. All day. He put no thought into it. He didn't meet with a choreographer beforehand. Um, he's probably doing that some Florida late that night. Like, the thing is, like, well, this is my point, is, like, growing up as, like, quasi-celebrity, like, he can do that at, like, the, you know, middle school prom. And like girls are gonna be all up on him. Even despite even despite the so yo know, look at look at yo know, he's innovating. This guy's a genius. Innovating. See that's what he gets. Meanwhile, me growing up in the hood, trying to learn how to do the moonwalk. Yeah, people hating on you. Hey, it's uh, it's all right. It's fine. I can do that. It's all good. Hate only makes you stronger. It's not, no, I wouldn't go that far, but I just push it aside. Anyway, uh, do you have any closing thoughts? <laughs> um, closing thoughts today. Mm, no, I don't have any closing thoughts. Do you ever remember on The Daily Show they used to have that moment of zen? Do they still yes. have that? No. Oh, I missed that. I used to like it. That's yeah, my closing I'm... thought. The Daily Show okay. moment of zen. Okay. What happened to it? Let's bring it back. Okay. Was that was like the so they would say moment is in and then they would show like a random clip. Right. Sometimes it'd be like just like whales in the water, like random stuff. That's sort of like that Conan joke, like when Paul Rudd comes on and like they don't show a clip of whatever movie is promoting, they just show a clip from Macame. Do you know this thing? No, I do not know that. But I did see that Conan was getting sued for stealing jokes. Yeah, I can't talk about that. Um, anyway, this has been Mr. List. Those are your jokes he's stealing? I knew it. Uh, no, nah, he stole the red hair bit. That was I invented that in the early 90s. I knew it. Yeah. Okay. Later.